0: Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidate Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Kathy Johnson, and I would like to introduce Diane Farsetta, running for alder person from District 12. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement as to your educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office and why you're running for Alder.
1: Sure, Uh, thank you for the opportunity. So my um, educational and professional background is as a scientist and as a public health person. I work at the School of Health and I develop evidence-based tools and engage Uh, service providers and community members to support older adult health. So um, in addition to that, I have been involved with my uh, neighborhood association with various community groups over the decades that I live in Madison. And I've worked on various issues, so I am very familiar with um, the various issues including um, housing rights, affordable housing, uh, women's rights, involving community groups and participatory democracy. And so I'm looking forward to bringing that to District 12 because we have some very exciting opportunities um, for the city and for our area in particular.
0: Lack of affordable housing and the pressure it brings to the issue of homelessness is a chronic problem that Madison cannot seem to get ahead of. What new ideas can you advance to help address this issue?
1: Sure. And I will say um, my background in terms of community engagement includes um, several years being a core volunteer with the Occupy Madison Tiny Homes Village, and so I know the struggles that people personally deal with um, when they are insecure in their housing and how um, providing supports and providing that, that housing first approach is very important. And so, um, I think that the city has done, uh, made very important strides with the affordable housing fund. Um, I know that, that the fund is about to meet its, uh, first five-year goal, which is great, but it is not enough, as you said. There are some 14,000 households across the city that are struggling to cover housing costs. And, um, thinking about my district in particular, um, although the housing is a little bit more affordable there, that's why I live there, um, there is the potential for gentrification, especially as we're seeing um, major um, developments around uh, the public market and Oscar Mayer redevelopment. And so one thing that I feel like is important, in addition to building up the, um, the funds for the affordable housing fund and the ways in which we can use those funds um, is to uh, do more uh, community land trusts. And that's important because that is permanently affordable housing and that keeps both residential housing and commercial um, uh, properties affordable because we need both um, to support a variety of uh, affordable uh, market rate and workforce housing, transportation alternatives, but then also locally owned businesses to really have thriving communities.
0: There's been discussion of the policies and procedures of the Madison Police Department. What is your perceptive, perceptive on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison Police operate in our community?
1: Mm-hmm. But I think this is an incredibly important discussion that's been ongoing um, in our community and that we are fortunate to have multiple committees and reports that are looking at this. Um, looking at the consultant's report from the OIR group and the ad hoc committee that's working through that, I feel like there's incredibly um, important recommendations that the city council um, must uh, respond to, must enact, especially regarding expanding training for de-escalation practices by police officers by increasing training around mental health crises um, and dealing with other... um, Sort of crisis type situations. These are incredibly difficult jobs. Um, officers hold an important and unique part in our society, and I think we need to um, support them through that training, but then also ensure that there is that community feedback and that um, community um, has access to the data and is able to um, have more independent ways to uh, to give feedback and to complain in cases where there are concerns about police behavior.
0: Many residents perceive Madison to be a divided city, one in which people of color are less likely to thrive than are whites. Do you share this perception and if so what might you propose to address the division?
1: Sure. Well, I would say it's, it's more than a perception. There's very hard data that racial disparities, unfortunately, are very wide here in many different sectors of our society. Um, from transportation, I was um, kind of shocked to, to read um, recently that even just with uh, Madison Metro bus routes, there are 40 percent uh, longer for people of color who are on the bus versus um, white Madisonians who are on the bus. And that has to deal with um, how our communities are still segregated and how opportunities are still segregated. And so I think it's um, an important step forward that the city is doing the racial equity and social social justice analyses. Um, I think that was very important work that was done early on looking specifically at the Oscar Mayer redevelopment in District 12 And I would say that that um, needs to continue, but we need to bring that equity lens to everything from housing um, to commercial development uh, to transportation options. And when Madison seeks to grow, and we are growing, we will grow, we should grow, um, but seek to harness that growth in ways that expand opportunities for for more people and build up um, ladders of engagement from young um, people to, uh, to existing, you know, sort of established um, residents working and, and living and commuting around our city.
0: What do you believe is the specific issue of most concern to the residents of your district and how do you want to work on solving it?
1: I would say some of what we've touched on before. In in District 12 in particular, there's a little bit of a distinction between the northern part of the district and the eastern part of the district. So in the eastern part of the district, we're starting to feel that housing price increase a little bit more than the northern part of the district. Um, But I would say that there are concerns throughout the district about how do we grow? What is the impact of that that growth going back to the public market and Oscar Mayer redevelopment? Um, Is that going to be a growth that benefits Welcomes all communities, or is that going to be something that winds up um, gentrifying and displacing local businesses and residents? Um, I would also say that the um what I like to think of as community health and safety, which we touched on before um but to to that you know s- People are concerned about um the, the situation for themselves and their neighbors and their children, um smaller incidents that are happening but still do impact their well being, and so I think it's important to understand what are the root causes there and to really take a public health approach, for example, um when we're dealing with issues around drug abuse. What which
0: council committees do you believe you should serve on and why?
1: Right, <laughs> there are so many, <laughs> and council members are also on many. But um, I would say, for my, my personal personal professional background, the committee on aging um, is uh, very relevant, I, and I am interested to serve on that. The housing strategies um, committee is an important one for affordable housing. Um, obviously, the the public market development committee um, is important. Economic development committee um, for both those those uh, those reasons. Um, transportation. Um, related committees, so those are those are the kinds of um, areas that I'm interested in.
0: What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview?
1: Well, I would like to say that i 'm excited for the many um, major changes that are facing our city and our district. I got involved. Um, as a candidate because I felt like with my um, years of experience and my connections throughout the community that I was uniquely positioned to be able to come in and make a big difference to um, to be able to ensure that these changes are beneficial to everyone and that we are hearing diverse voices before we make these decisions. And so um, that's why I'm running. I'm excited. I am I'm very heartened by the fact that many other people are running um, and that there are diverse um candidates uh, diverse in their background, identity, experience that uh, for all these different races. And so I would just encourage people to get informed, get involved and and appreciate opportunities like this to to share some information.
0: I wanna thank Diane Farsetta for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.